November 20, 2018. It's a lot from Pedro Show.
Live from Pedro Show. Uh, happy Tuesday. Haven't done Tuesday in a while. And uh, in fact, I kind of spaced and told Brother Matt the wrong day. So that's why, yeah, I'm not with him today. <laughs> but I'll mm. see him soon, probably after Turkey Day. Uh, I, I am not completely man alone, though, here in my pad in Pedro, because through the incredible miracle of engineering those software engineers in Estonia, came up with Skype. I'm joined with Chess Smith from, uh, he's in Brooklyn, New York, just landed, right? That's right. Just got off the plane. And where were you, Chess? Um, I was in Europe with um, just doing a little short stint, like Dave Douglas, the trumpet player. I say it again, you got cut out. Oh, I, I was uh, doing a short bit with um, Dave Douglas, the trumpet player, you know, right. just like five gigs in Europe. Great trumpet man. Yeah. Respect. Uh, in yeah. five days, a little one. Oh, I should say what yeah, we started we... off with. Uh, yeah, countdown. Alternate alternate take from the Atlantic stuff. John Coltrane. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, this might be a fade out, which is a trippy way to start a show, but Ches does some <laughs> righteous trippy music, so it's in honor of that. Ches Smith and these archers. Not those archers, but these arches. Arches, not archers. I'm sorry. <laughs> Are you always thinking of the archers of loaf? <laughs> I think oh, North, yeah, I remember that band. Yeah, North Carolina band. Totally. And, uh, yeah. Had a tall singer, man. Like, Well, you're, you're, you're a drummer, man, but you're tall. That's right. So yeah, he, he sang and played guitar, right? Yeah, yeah. So maybe that's why I, I confuse the issue in my mind. Uh, <laughs> look, look, Chess, I'm going to... Uh, give the listeners a little uh, trip of your journey through music. So can you tell me your, your earliest musical recollection? Oh, man. Um, well, okay, my older brother played, or he wanted to play drums, and there was all these drummers in the neighborhood, you what? know, like, in, this is in Sacramento, California. Sacktown, okay. Yeah, yeah Sacktown, exactly. And uh, Terrible yeah, fires, we, terrible fires near there. And yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, that's a drag, man. That's so you, serious. Do you have family? They choke it out on the air? I mean, our air is a little bad here, but I can imagine up there. Yeah, they they say it's they can, they can tell, but it's not super terrible where they are, you okay. know. Okay. Well, but, uh, I hope everybody good. Anyway, you're young, and you got an older brother, and he wants to do drums, and there's cats in the neighborhood with drum set. Yeah, so he, he kind of figured out ways for us to go over there and just kind of play on their drums. <laughs> you mean know? there was two two then, trap kits? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, there, there was like, a, yeah, there was, on the same block, there was like two different families that both had, you know, these guys that were drummers in the, you know, in the, in the family. Okay. So, so we'd go over there and usually I'd have to play some like football or something against, you know, much bigger kids and just get clobbered, you know, in order to like play the drums for five minutes, you know? <laughs> oh, you were bartering services. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, a little, little guy. different than the southwest corner of Melrose and uh, Santa Monica Boulevard, but kind of the same idea. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you don't have to yeah. worry about that bandana color code kind of thing. Yeah, R right All front right. pocket, yeah. rear pocket, starboard port. So, uh, <laughs> uh, you wanted to do drums because your older brother yeah. did, or was it his idea? I think 
I don't know. I just always remember wanting to do that. You know, and my, my, my parents were cool. They were trying to get us piano lessons and stuff like that. And they just didn't, but they straight up didn't want to deal with the drum set, you know, and then, um, <laughs> or, you know, even let one in the house really. And then, uh, but they also weren't sure if we were like serious or not, you know, or how long we'd be interested in it, you know. Sure. Uh, did but you guys? Uh, did they have a piano in the house? They did. Yeah, a little small upright piano. So, so yeah. uh, your mom and pop were they uh, players or listeners or both? Yeah, they, they were listeners, but not too much. You know, they they. I guess they. My mom used to play banjo in college, and my dad played guitar. They were like, you know. They were on a, some folky trip or something like that. Sure. You know? So was there a banjo then, and a guitar laying around the pad? Yeah, there was. And, and that I, that was another thing. I took the banjo and I, I ended up ripping all the strings off it and used it as a drum. You know? A snare drum. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was like a, almost like a timbali. Timbali, yeah, yeah, yeah. No wire, no wire, no snare. Yeah, yeah no wire, yeah. My mom was pissed. It's like, a, yeah, a timbali with a handle. <laughs> That's exactly right. Okay. Yeah. What, what, what about in school? Did you join the school band? No, I never did that. I I wanted to, and then by the time I was old enough, I think I think you couldn't play drums in school till the fourth grade at my school for some reason. Uh-huh. And um, by the time I got to that age, I had a drum set, so I didn't. You know, I I just thought. I wanted to play like rock music, you know, so, and they, I didn't know what they were doing. They called it a jazz band and I didn't know what jazz was at all at the time, you know. You know, I, I, I share the complete experience. I didn't know until Raymond Pettibone taught me. Uh, um, what was the first wow. uh, record you bought yourself, Jeff? <laughs> it was, I was just thinking about this. It was Twisted Sister. That, you know, the one that had, like, their biggest record, whatever that was. I can't remember what it was called. D, you know, it had, like, D, D Snyder with the book. D Snyder, that's his name. That's his yeah. Name. He was, like, biting into a bone on the cover or something. <laughs> it was ridiculous. We ain't gonna take it. <laughs> I think yeah. something like that. Some uh, like, uh, rebellious kind of thing. Because they were, they were doing the crossover between uh, hard, hard metal or heavy metal and uh, maybe Shred Raw, uh, Slayer. I don't know. I remember those days. Can you remember the first gig you went saw another band play? Yeah, that must have been. I don't think it was. I mean, real okay. I, I must have seen like local stuff, you know, happening in public places as a kid. But I don't really have any memory up until it was pretty late. It was like like first year of high school. I went and saw. Um, it was Run DMC and Public Enemy. Whoa! You know, okay, and which was actually, which was great, you know, and that that was in a, a little period where I'd taken a break from playing drums at all for like a couple of years. I was just like skateboarding. Ah, know? but let, let's go back here. How did you get that mm -hmm. first drum set? Oh, my my grandpa found one at a a garage sale in Modesto, California, and kind of went around my parents. Didn't even ask them. You know, bought it for like a hundred bucks and just brought it over to us. You thank, know? thank God for Grandpa. Oh, your brother was still playing. Yeah, yeah, he was. He was into it. So we just like, and then we were just like, you know, super fighting to be the one to play it more. You know, like, like we, you know, we just, you know, it's like we had the same toy or something. You know, and we just like just wait till he was done, or you know, and then be like, you know, that was enough. I, you know, it's my turn. Now, you did know. you have to set it up different than him? 
No, actually, because I, I, I didn't. I I assumed he knew what he was doing because he was older. Okay. <laughs> you know? okay. And we were kind of, you know, he's he's like, you know, I'm I'm a little taller than him now, but we were always kind of similar in height growing up. You know, even though he was a couple years older. Sure, sure. I, I want to play yeah. something here uh, that you did with uh, Mark Rabot, an incredible guitar okay. man. Your turn.
Mafra Pedro show. Yeah, that was Chess Smith with um, Mark Rebeau doing your turn, the Ceramic Dog uh, Trio. And we're, we're going to talk about that later because that, that's a great band. I mean, you're part of a lot of righteous projects, but, but I love that one. And then we had Phil Spector's out of OK City, Planet Score, Dietrich and Barnes, brand new, The Frost Pocket. That's John, John Dietrich. And yeah. uh, Jeremy Barnes from Hawk and a Hatchet. Uh, not Tim okay. Barnes, the drummer. I got to play with Jim, uh, I mean, John Dietrich with uh, that man, hand-to-man band. Tom okay, that was Tim Barnes? Yeah, and uh, Tom, yeah, yeah, he was the drummer man. And uh, right. keyboard was Tolan McDonough and John Dietrich on guitar, yeah. Incredible guy. I think both they both live in uh, New Mexico now. King Champion yeah. Sounds yeah, out of uh, Holland with the year 500. Ned Collette, he was on... A Sunday, uh, was it Sunday's? No, it was Thursday's show. <laughs> God damn. Animal Swoon, it's just flying by. You know, this first year I took off and uh, for a long time not touring, so it, it just went by like that. And then wow. finally, uh, I know about this band. In fact, I had a sticker on my bass, Good for Cows, uh, Soul <laughs> yeah. Fell, which is uh, your your bandmate was uh, Devin Hoff, and I got to uh, just finished mixing an album with him. The drummer man was Joe Berardi. Uh, Devin uh-huh. played stand yeah. up. It's called the Emma Goldman Bust Out Brigade. But good for cows, okay. great band. And I guess that's kind of, that was a Sacktown band, right? Well, no, it was actually bit like Oakland, really. Okay, it's you when know, you move. Okay, yeah, because Devin I think was in Colorado and he moved. To the Bay yeah. Area. Yeah, okay. Uh, let, been, let's I'm go a little before that, though. Yeah. Let's go a little before that. Okay. In school, did you do the... I mean, knowing you, you and your brother compete for the drum set, but did you do the thing where you play with your friends in school, like in the garage or bedroom or basement yep. cut? Okay. Yeah, I did that. You know, not not till till beginning of high school. Okay. You know, and then, uh, you know, because I, I was not, not in any, you know, school band per se at all, so I just... You know, my friend played guitar, so I was like, "Let's let's play." You know. Sure, I'm curious. Uh, did you guys copy songs off records, or did you write songs? The first thing we did was tried to play uh, like some. Like I really hated glam metal, but that's all he knew. You know, so <laughs> I just we tried to play that, and I remember we couldn't figure out how the drum part and the guitar part were supposed to go together. You know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so and it probably sounded kind of like what I'm doing now. <laughs> <You know? laughs> no, I'm, the first gig I went to see was T Rex. So I, there is a place for glam rock uh-huh. with me. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> okay, that, yeah, that's real glam rock. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You know, I guess at the end of the, the day, thing, music is music. So you know, the only right, thing different right. is the haircut. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the shoes, the height of the shoes. Yeah, yeah, that, that's important. Yeah. James Williamson <laughs> once told me about getting these shoes for the last phase of the Stooges in the seventies. Uh, like the guy in Matahupo, they were real tall up his thighs. He didn't know that those kind of shoes couldn't bend, so they put him in the boat, put him in the van, laying on his back. <laughs> Why? <Wow. laughs> he, he couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, I cracked myself up. Okay, so did this band do gigs? Did it have a name? 
Yeah, it was well. It ch- kept changing. It was called just horrible names. It was called like Power Trip, and then it was called Three oh, wow. Window Pane. There's been a few bands with Power Trip. Yeah, I'm Jeff, sure. Jeff Dahl yeah, had one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we, we 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 you know as soon as we tried that failed glam experiment, um, you know the the song, then then we we started writing songs right away. You know, okay. we met the, we met the third member, and then. He was kind of like, let's just write our own songs, you know. So That's we did great. That. I ask about that because when I was growing up, me and D Boone only copied songs off records, because that's all anybody we knew did. Until we well, were exposed okay. to the movement, we thought only dudes from Olympus that descended upon us were writing songs. I see. <laughs> we're yeah, yeah. We're total idiots. So, what about after high school? Did you think about I, I want to do music in college? Yeah, I actually did, and um, but then I realized, you know, I didn't have any kind of background to get that going, you know, in in college. Right. Um, you know, like like they wanted me to. They're like, oh, you'd audition with this, you know, classical stuff, and I was like, oh, I mean, I don't know any of that. I'm just like banging on the drum set, you know. <laughs> um, and I didn't. I still didn't know what. I was just starting to. I had sit, taken a few drum lessons by then, and and was just starting to figure out that jazz wasn't Steely Dan, you know. <laughs> Like, you know, like, like someone had told me that, so I thought that's what jazz was. <laughs> My dad was that, so I was like, oh yeah, okay, maybe I'm not. Good I heard a lot of Dan in the boat because Georgie loved the Dan. <laughs> oh really? Thank God, not George- only half of Asia, but yeah, the first six records all the way. We had to listen to that shit all the time. <laughs> now these were great George- drummers. George- we're, we're we're talking Steve Gadd, Jim Keller. I mean, yeah, killer drummers. Yeah, yeah. killer drummers. <laughs> Even Jeff Picaro and stuff, you know, yeah. So, so yeah. you're fi- you're finding out that jazz is actually a, a technique of music, but uh, so so how far how far did the college thing go? They this ain't for me, like that. Oh, oh the college thing? Yeah. Oh no, I I I ended up as far as music went. I didn't. I just realized I have to go another way, but I did want to go to college, so yeah. I went up. You know, I went to the University of Oregon, and um, I actually met some people. You know, in like kind of a I don't know what you call it. It was like a heavy sort of heavy indie band that would improvise, and then like you know, almost like it sounded like metal at times. And then um, those guys were really like seriously going after bebop. You know, so we're talking I about Eugene. We're talking about Eugene, right? Yeah, and Eugene, yeah. Okay, and and were you were you taking music classes at the school or were you studying another subject? I was I, I ended up studying philosophy. Oh great! But um, but but yeah, I t- I did take whatever classes they would let me into for music, just because I was you know because I loved it. I was just really that's that was the only other thing I did besides study philosophy there. You know, just okay. play with that band, and, and you know I started we started playing like little jazz gigs around town and stuff like that. In addition, you know. But you said it was also like improvised heavy metal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. I don't know. It was just like the the spirit of you it. You play it little jazz like, clubs with improvised heavy metal. <laughs> yeah, we we just play like rock clubs with you know. Oh, rock clubs! Like this, I'm, I'm thinking of some like a wine <laughs> wine bar, wine and fern oh. bar. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. We were just playing with like you know punk bands and rock bands, and sure, I guess sure. what they at that point they call it alternative bands, you know. But, um, uh, you know, probably, like, uh, like, like Wild Hall and Eugene, you know, like places I saw Firehose actually. Yeah, I was going to just say probably Wild Hall 
Yeah, John Henry's. John Henry's, right. <laughs> there was that one pad that was a gas station. A gas? Oh, what yeah, was that? there was there was a pad for a little while that was like a gas station. The dude turned into a chow pad, and they had gigs there. Oh my yeah, god, trippy. That's vaguely ringing a bell, but I. Wow. I, I, I can look at my tour diaries, but so so. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, you get done with this uh, school. Do you, do you leave Portland? I mean, not uh, Portland, uh, Eugene. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Eugene, yeah, yeah. I, I left Eugene right. You know, my my girlfriend at the time convinced me to move down to the Bay Area, and um, I started. You know, I went down there and started cooking pizza and just playing around. You know, that's where you meet Devin Hoff. Yeah, yeah. A few years after that, I met Devin on a like a jazz gig, and, and you guys put together good for cows. Yeah, originally it was supposed to be a trio, but the the third person would never showed up to rehearsal, so we just you know, <laughs> <laughs> we're just like I guess this, I guess we should write for this. You know, like <laughs> right. just uh, I've played a lot of good for cows on my show. I love that stuff. That's interesting. Oh man, thank you. It was, in, it, you know, partly inspired by Dose, actually. Really? I yeah, should tell the listeners, um, people, Dose was a two-bass-only band. Uh, K. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah, myself. yeah, exactly, just two-bass, and then we are you know, like, I don't know, it just kind of, when I saw that, I was like, whoa, you could do that in a club? You know, and then I was like, <laughs> how many we could do this, you know? <laughs> you know, K started off running the uh, prac pad part of the mask. So when she said uh-huh. dose, yeah, so, you know, she goes right back to 77. And so when she said dose to me, dose is a very punk band. I said, okay. Because <laughs> 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 in a way, it was very balls out where people could fucking talk over you <laughs> at a punk band. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, interesting. Interesting. So uh, when you guys, that stuff I played, that, that recording you did with Good for Cows, was that some of your first mm-hmm. recording? Um, I think you played no. That was that was one of the that was after we that was probably our third record or something like that. Oh, okay. You know. Okay. But um, yeah, we it had, it had developed into that, and um, you know, that was kind of when I started writing music actually, like because Devin was you know Devin's really encouraging always, yeah, and you know we both bring in stuff and kind of finish each other's things, you know. Mm-hmm. He's and, really um, good about that. Yeah, yeah. So, well, like he was, De- Devin's been, he's like, I've learned a lot from him, you know, about music and, you know, it's just great, great having that band with him. And we actually still play, you know, but it's like once a year, maybe. But you still call Good for Cows. Yeah. Well, that's good for us. <laughs> Thanks so much for keeping on, keeping on with that project because, uh, very interesting, and, and you know, both you guys as uh, musical voices, you know, they they come out, you uh, aid and abet each other, you know. It's just beautiful. right, and yeah. to, uh, to let for you, being, yeah, it's like being good friends too. Yeah, I think it comes out. Well, you're also very kind to include include doses some, some part of it in some way. Thank you so much about that. Oh yeah, yeah. Look, yeah. We're at That's the end. Verified. Okay, <laughs> we're at the end of the first hour, November. 20, 2018 edition of for Pedro Show. Special guest, Chess Smith. Hold time for hour two. November 20, 2018. It's the second hour of for Pedro Show.
Pedro Show, we start off the second hour with Piano Lid Serves as a Wall. John Zorn, Chess Smith. Uh, Chaz Bundick meets the Matson 2, Cascade. Morton Tears Ensemble, old friend, New York City, with Rasputin Zorgi. He's got a new album coming out, but we're going to have him on the show next month. Sassafras with Cage Your Mind, that's from here in SoCal. Chronic Anxiety out of Pennsylvania, open floor plan, and finally Good for Cows again with B-Metal Revival. Now, were you reviving that music from high school? No, from the not yeah, high yeah. school, college. <laughs> <laughs> I think we were reviving something we heard on the radio together driving to a gig, you know? It's like <laughs> this metal, it's, there's some station in the Bay Area would play all this like, it was like thrash from... You know, just all thrash metal and all these bands that I'd never heard. You know, it wasn't the, like the big ones. You know, was it? Uh, the, was the singing like Cookie Monster? No, it was more like the screaming. Oh, or, more you know, the like screamo. Power scream. 
screamo, yeah. Bit. Because I, I found that Cookie Monster vocalists kind of like even things out. <laughs> like Stooges, Stooges did this a festival in France called the Hellfest. And like there was uh -huh. 40 bands with Cookie Monster. Maybe it was the same singer. <laughs> Could be, man. And then the Stooges after. And that. with Stooges, so we yeah we were way different. <laughs> that was a yeah, heavy gig. Awesome. That was a real heavy gig. Uh, it was the last time Scotty. No, he played with us one more time, but. Oh wow! Yeah, there was, was a lot. Of, when I think back to that gig, so mm -hmm. it's funnier to think back on the Cookie Monster thing. Yeah, it was very sad in some ways. I love those guys so much. Anyway, yeah. uh, getting back to uh, delivering pizza and composing music in the Bay Area, uh, mm -hmm. does touring come into your life? Um, a little bit. I was in around that time. Good for Cows was doing, you know, kind of regional stuff, like nothing really past the Midwest, you know. And then, um, you know, I was also in a band called Theory of Ruin around that time, you know, like a little, a little later, right after Good for Cows started, and that that toured a bit. You know, just the U.S., though, nothing out of the country. Maybe, you know, maybe like Vancouver or something like that. Theory of Ruin. Okay. Yeah, that, that was like a loud, that was, you know, pretty heavy band. Okay. Uh, it sounds like <laughs> Theory it was probably very pragmatic. Uh, yeah. I know, I'm going to play something here from uh, Seven Year Rabbit Cycle. There's, right. some, there's a connection with, maybe it was the guitar man from Deerhoof? Yeah, yeah, the original guitar player of Deerhoof, Rob Fisk, and okay. his, his wife, his wife Kelly, also sang, and she was in, she was in Deerhoof, and uh, just made it onto the record Holdy Pause, I think their second record. Yeah, because the first one, like Pirate Booty, <laughs> some kind of, yeah. it, it's, it's, it, I think it's only Greg and it, it was this guy, huh? Oh, I didn't know the, I, th I know there was no Satomi involved. It was just two. Two people, and it sounds like the whole album's improvised. And I think Grux from the Rainbow Carolina dudes put it out. Yep. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that could have been Niter Pit, you know, the band right before Deerhoof. Oh, they had another one? Greg had yeah, another one? Yeah, was, was, I think it was just a duo, just them two. And then when Satomi joined, they they ch changed it to Deerhoof or some something right around that Pirate time. Screed. Sure <laughs> Pirate Screed or something. I remember getting and it was like one big fucking song. <laughs> yeah. you know, because I ended up getting to do a project with Greg. Incredible yeah. music. He called uh, Big Walnuts Yonder with Nails. And, uh, oh, nice. God, you guys are both incredible drummers. But what I like about it is you got such distinct persona. I wish more people were like that on more instruments, you know. You know, oh, you can start off with the same things. I always uh, think about like Husker Du, Meat Puppets, and Minutemen. You can have three trios playing exactly. the exact same things, but sound much different. Yeah, way different. <laughs> right. So th that that's a great thing. So this this, this seven year. I'm going to play this. It's called Chibata. That's a, named after a sandwich, yeah. right? Seven year rabbit cycle. <laughs> well, I always yeah. wondered about that. I actually got to play with these guys, but you weren't in the band. They came down. Yeah, oh. Or did you? Were I you think, in the band at the smell? Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah, with Dose. It was with Dose, right, Jim, at the smell. Downtown. Yeah, I was there. Okay, then you. <laughs> let's play it.
Don't mind this pointless frustration 
Pedro show. Yeah, that was seven year rabbit cycle. How how long were you in, in that band, Chess? Um, I think just a couple years. Actually, my wife started it with Rob, if I remember right. Yeah, you know, my wife Mia Osaki, she plays bass in that band. That's right. Um, that's and, right. Uh, you know, so I just kind of joined. They didn't have. Oh no, that's right. Steve Giganti played drums in that, and then he's he left. He moved to Tennessee, so okay. they needed. You know, so I started playing drums with them, and the whole you know the whole music changed at that point. Yeah, because I, what had happened was like a year or two before that, Nels had brought me to my first deer hoof gig, and he was on the guitar yeah. then. And oh, uh, it was okay. a club in Wilmington yeah. called the PCH Club. Yeah, that was the first. Yeah. So the se- yeah. I see okay. the guitar band again. Now he's with Seven, and he told me this is my band. But I didn't mm-hmm. know it started with your wife. So okay. yeah, Are they still- Rob, yeah, Rob was really the engine in it. You know, he he's just such a. He just thinks about like you know how he conceives of music. He just he's good at you know he has he has like a vision and he'll he'll tell you what he thinks the song is about. But then there's a lot of leeway, you know. Okay. So I would it is his band, you know, really. Even though you know, are they still going? The band. Are they still going? No, no. I just talked to Rob a, a bit ago. I don't know what what he's doing. He's always in between California and Alaska. You know, like he goes to Alaska to make. I think he does the, the fishing boat thing or something like that, you know, makes money in the winters. Oof, that's hard work. I had a friend here in Pedro did said eight months of that kicked his ass. So he went, to, he, he went back to the docks and did long short. I should uh, tell wow. what we also played. If so, so what with mistake dragon blue, that's Tenko with the mm-hmm. uh, out of order. El Bachetto de Nona Bava by Germanota youth. Uh, theory of ruin. There we go. Double negative. And Kongs for Brums. KK Freestyles. Kongs? That's my my solo project. Yeah, Kongs. Congas? Yeah, no, Kongs. It's like a misspelling of songs. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And Brums is a misspelling of drums. Oh, okay. Songs for Drums. Instead of Kongs for Brums. Well, tell me about right. that project. I, I don't know anything about this project. Yeah, I, it's just, you know, I, I write stuff for, it's just drum set electronics and vibraphone. And, uh, you know, the, the electronics, I get, like, loops going and stuff and then try to try to fuck those up, you know, and, and then just deal with the mistakes, like, improvising-wise. Right, right. So, you know, so it's just, a, it's just like a solo thing. I've actually toured quite a bit on it. So, so are you actually you playing know, just, uh, with like a, a co co conspirator as a pewter? Are you playing with a pewter? No, I'm playing with um, usually. Well, okay, that that track you're playing, it's yeah. um, it's a like it's it's a Moog app. It, yeah, it's you know it's it's on an iPad, but you know like it, the the thing started out with just a key, you know like a Casio keyboard and a drum machine, basically, you know. And then, you know, just that was the whole thing. And then it's kind of developed from there, but it keeps that. I basically use keyboard sounds and drum machine sounds, you know. But is there a sequence of kind of driving it? What I'm I'm trying to say, Chess, is that. Making up the loops as I go, you know, it's not really sequenced ahead of time because it needs to be. Like, I find what's interesting is, is, you know, not 
almost not pulling off what I'm trying to do and then having to pick up the pieces in real time, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so yeah. a part of, part of is player piano mode, and then there's the real-life guy trying to redefine it in a... You know, in this right. world, this this universe. Yeah, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah, I can manipulate the player part as well. As oh, I'm can going. you? Okay, yeah. you, like you got foot pedals or shit. Yeah, I just use a hand. You oh, know, okay. I usually use, and then I just I only have a volume pedal at my foot, and that's just usually to, if it's really out of control, I can just cut it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. <laughs> you, you know what? We should have those kind of controls with band members. <laughs> Little volume <Yeah>. controls. <laughs> you could do that. Yeah, you could just, do that. But I don't think people... Well, yeah, like Theory of Ruin played with um, The Fall, you know, like a late version of The Fall in like the early 2000s. And Marky Smith was like running around like... Turning dudes' amps down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, turning the bass player's amps. I don't know what he was doing. <laughs> Like, oh, yeah, God. I think there was a gig in Hoboken where he got socked up. Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it was around this time. He had a bad period. Well, he, he came on stage okay. with a black guy because I think the keyboard lady hit him with a phone. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> anyway, anyway, it's, it, it, we lost him earlier this year, people, so let's speak reverend yeah, of yeah. Marky Smith. Uh, we can reach the second yeah. uh, end of the second hour, 2020. 18 November 20 edition of Pedro Show special guest Chess Smith hold tight for our three November wow. 20 2018 it's the third hour the Watt for Pedro Show Tires howl like a wailing banshee A desert black top hisses in the night Postcards from the road to Gomorrah A peroxide stripper is Lot's wife, all right Can't close my eyes, it's no time to relax oh, This is backcountry with ether and Cadillacs Dread creeps up your arm like a cancer It's all just a great big con 
the bats and Cadillacs Is it time for blood tonight? I try and hide on the left hand side Swine, tap the telephone line. Secret cameras behind every meal. Hotel maids, bellhops, and CIA. A chemical cocktail to fight back the fear. Can't turn around, there's daggers in our backs. With ether and Cadillacs Ether bats and Cadillacs Honey, get your golf shoes on American dream, nightmare scream It's all just a great big con Ether bats and Cadillacs Lizards out for blood tonight I Try and hide on the left-hand side There's jackals on the right
Live from Pedro Show, we started off the third hour with Kevin Loop doing Ether Bats and Cadillacs. That reminds me of Eddie Hazel's uh, solo album. He, he called it like, I don't know, Dreams, Dames, and Guitar Things. <laughs> it's got the most it's whack version of California Dreaming you've ever heard. Eddie Hazel, incredible. Uh, he's the guy who played oh, yeah. lead guitar in Maggot Brain. Oh, yeah. Yeah, great. Yeah, he was the guy uh, to inspire me to ask Jay yeah. Maskus to do that. I think their drummer was a, a guy named Tuki. Tiki Fullwood. Tuki, right? Yeah, or Tiki Fullwood. Tiki, that's it, that's it. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, he's, he's, I listen to him so much. Yeah, but he lost his mind from LSD, I think. Like, oh, really? He's on those first couple albums, he's incredible. I really like yeah, him a yeah. lot. I really, really yeah. like him. Especially the album... Uh, uh, Maggot Brain, which I got to do with George Clinton, uh, Blackbird McKnight. Oh, wow. Uh, who was the other guitar? Uh, Michael Hampton. And then Doug mm-hmm. Wimbush, you know, with uh, like 50 he pedals. He, he, well, he's playing bass, but like 50 pedals. So anyway, yeah. we did the whole fucking album, and I didn't even know it was wow. going to happen. Yeah, I, the dude asked me to come up there. Eric McFadden, I think. I thought it was going to be like blues jam in E minor. And we ended up doing... Because it, uh, it was a Nam thing and George Clinton was there for his book or something. I remember we get uh-huh. to the course with Back in Our Minds and Doug Wimbush yeah. looks over me and goes like, yeah, what? You know this song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and you know, all the years I've been playing, I never felt uh, more, you know, real than Doug Wimbush looking over at me and saying, yeah, what? That was so bad, you know. And it just came together. Yeah. Here, I thought it was going to be some oh man, E minor blues jam at the Viper Room on a Thursday, oh, no Wednesday. <laughs> but man, I am so glad I went to that because it was fucking bitching. And I got told later <laughs> some of them songs were never done live before. So, uh, tell me about Kevin Loop. Oh, Kevin Loop, I don't, I, I don't know who that is, unfortunately. Ah. Oh. Maybe I mixed up the song. You know what? I think I mixed it up with Kongs for Brums. Oh, okay. <laughs> because I played two of your songs in a row. You know, almost okay. 18 years of doing this show, Chez, and there's still lots of room for pilot air. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. <laughs> you know, when you turn the jet airplane into a lawn dart, that's pilot air. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so fuck that question. But we did <laughs> second hand from Amy Apps. Juju from Plutonium Farmers. And then here's something I'm th- very sure you're part of. Tim Burns Snake Oil, Incidental Contact. Tell, tell us about this project. Oh, yeah, that's Tim. That's been, that band's been together since 2009. And, um, yeah, I just met Tim shortly before that, and we just, he got, had a, you know, wanted to put a band together using myself and Oscar Noriega on clarinets and a really amazing piano player named Matt Middle. Right, but there's no guitar, no bass. It's like just uh, keys and the horns and drums, right? Yeah, but actually I think that track, there is a version of the band that added Ryan Ferreira on guitar, and I think that's he's on that track, if I m- remember correctly. Okay, okay. Wrong again, yeah. Watt. You're wrong again. <laughs> I'm a, what, what about the bell, this thing you did with uh, Craig Tabor and Matt Maneri? Oh, yeah. that Well, that, that kind of came as a result of... Um, you know, being in Tim's band, Snake Oil, like, uh-huh. you know, the producer of BCM, Manfred Eicher, yeah. kind of 
asked me if I wanted to do something. And I just played a like a just a free improv gig with Craig and Matt. And I was like, you know, it might be cool to do something with them, you know. Okay. And then, uh, you know, he's like, yeah, well, maybe we could. If, I'd be interested if it's something that might develop. So, you know, so I just started writing, writing music for it. And Craig and Matt were into the idea. So that's how that came about. And we ended up, you know, we put out that record and we we played like a ton now. Oh, so it's a live project. Great. Uh, you know, this is called The Bell, and I got to hip you to some Pedro slang. Actually, George Hurley. Uh, the Bell is another word for your stomach. You know, when it's getting big, it's like a bell. <laughs> so when I saw this title, that's, so you've been with George Hurley 14 years. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. 
Watch for Pedro Show. Yeah. Uh, the Bell. Chess Smith, Craig Taborn, Matt Maneri. And th- this is uh, still going, people. So he, he says they play all the time. So if you're in the NYC area there. Then we had Y Stockler with Sist Sam. Sist Sam. Sist, like, as in like, you know, fucking growth around a sore. <laughs> Sist. Yeah. yeah. And then clown, clowns with two W's. Trousers. And finally, reds. We all break. What? We all break? Yeah. That's a... That's my band. I, I wrote a project. Um, uh, yeah, I wrote music for a project that I had with a couple drummers in the Haitian voodoo tradition. You know, sure. they were teachers of mine. Yeah, yeah. And, um, I've been studying that that drumming and active in the scene, at, at, especially in New York and a little bit in Haiti also um, since, God, it's been like 15 years now. Just like, you know, like really studying that that music. And then, uh, yeah, I kind of, I wrote, I wrote something, I had a chance to do, like, I got a budget to do a, a, a gig at the, the BIM house in Amsterdam of anything I wanted. And I just thought of trying to do that, you know, which is a little, it's a little nerve wracking just bringing, you know, people that, you know, it was kind of like, like bringing those drummers into the, you know, sort of free jazz world, you know, sure. for me. And, uh, yeah, but it, it ended up. You know, they, they were great and it ended up working out. And then we had a chance to, like, really practice a lot and um, the next year, um, you know, and get a bunch of music together. And then we recorded it. And that's what that's that's a track from that record. OK, you got a future plan for that project? Yeah, um, there's talk of us playing at Big Ears Festival in Tennessee next year. Um it's a little tricky because Danielle um, is in California now, and the rest of us are in New York. Hard to practice. Um, hard to practice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hard Look, to practice. Please, hard to... please yeah. tell me about okay. how you got part of Ceramic Dog. What? What's? What about Ceramic Dog? How did you get to be part of that? Oh, oh, um, that's from that's because of Shazad. Um, you know, Shazad is Miley, the bass player. Sure, incredible yeah. musician. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. Do you know Shazad? He wants to tra- uh, transpose uh, uh, some of my uh, bass solos, like write them down. Yeah, yeah, he's he's like he's a big, big heavy into your music, you yeah, know, sweet, as sweet we all guy. are. But beautiful. But yeah, guy. he um, he yeah he. I met him through Secret Chiefs Three, this band I play with. Uh, you know, that's based in the Bay Area. Yeah, he and, used um, to be the Mr. Bungle, him, one of the Mr. Bungle yeah, guys. Yeah. Exactly, Trey. You know, and um, yeah, I met Trey. I did some touring with Mr. Bungle a long time ago, and then that's how I met Trey. And then actually, the bass man, uh, little guy, he's incre- Trevor Dunn, really good. Trevor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trevor's great. I play with him a lot as well. Yeah, much respect to him. So okay, okay. So Cesar, so he he connected you with Mark. Yeah, he did. He told me to come out and audition for this trio mark's new trio i never talked to mark at all and then um i so i fly myself out to new york and then i find out that um nothing's even been set up yet (laughs) and um, and this is just like so shazad you know you just gotta have faith you know and mark for that matter you know and then and lo and behold you know he called 
Shazad calls me that you know the night I get in, he calls me late that night. He's like, "Okay, I just set it up. It'll happen tomorrow. You know, we're gonna play with Mark. You know, and then, you know, and then I really I was like, okay, you know, I didn't, I wasn't expecting much, you know, but then we we ended up playing and it was really fun. And then, you know, Mark just started. I started traveling out there regularly to play with them. You know, and that was before I moved to New York. Okay, what about the next Chess Smith recording that's coming out? Um, what is there? Well, there's that, yeah, the, the, the Kong for Brums thing is pretty new that it's called a complete and tonal disaster. That's just, but it's just a, it's a, it's a band camp release, you know? And, um, that's okay. Yeah. Next. Yeah. Yeah. I would love, I I would love for you to come on the show and talk about, especially that that's all you, right? Yeah. Okay. Let's, let's do another show. Uh, early next year and talk and go through all those tracks and because uh, I'll get people up to date with your personal vision of the drums and how it makes sense with all the rest of us okay sure yeah. it's been beautiful having you on a big honor for me I'm a huge fan uh, I oh, love you doing your own trips but I also love you aiding in a bed and all these other cats and getting their fucking trips going thank you so much <laughs> Oh, thank you, man. Big love, big, big, big love. It's been the November 20, 2018 edition of for Pedro Show. Special guest, Chess Smith. People, keep your powder dry. <laughs>